Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kayla Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. Now today, we're finally getting into the miracle of Jesus feeding 5,000. But you want to know what, really? This isn't just 5,000, because this is only 5,000 men. It's not accounting for all the women and children that came with, all the wives and all the youngsters that were there listening to Jesus, flocking to him. So really, we can say that Jesus feeds over 5,000 people at this point. And so let's turn to Mark 6, verse 35 through 44, and see just how he does this. It says, by this time, it was late in the day. So his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it's already very late. Send the people away so they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, you give them something to eat. They said to him, that would take more than half a year's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have? He asked. Go and see. When they find found out, they said five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was 5,000. So this is not the first time this miracle has ever been done. The prophets Elijah and Elisha in the Old Testament both did multiplying miracles for two widows and a large group of men. And so with the widows... They weren't exactly food miracles. Instead, Elijah had come and he out of town and he asked his widow to help provide for him. But she had said, I only have enough to make me and my son a small meal. And so what he had said to her was just, it's okay, trust and the Lord will provide. And then again, we see with Elijah, this widow comes and she needs oil. And so again, he tells her to just take her little jug and keep filling up as many jugs as possible. And soon she has so many jugs that she can sell it and make some wages for herself to save her sons. But this is the one that is most closely related to what Jesus did. And this is from 2 Kings 4, verses 42 through 44, which says, A man came from Baal Sheshelshah, bringing the man of God 20 loaves of barley bread, baked from the first ripe grain, along with some heads of new grain. Give it to the people to eat, Elisha said. How can I set this before a hundred men? His servant asked. But Elisha answered, Give it to the people to eat, for this is what the Lord says. They will eat and have some left over. Then he set it before them, and they ate and had some left over according to the word of the Lord. So did you catch the difference in these two passages? The disciples and Mark said, that would that would take more than half a year's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? But if you listen to Elijah in Second Kings, he said, For this is what the Lord says, they will eat and have some left over. The disciples were trying to solve the problem themselves. They were trying to take the problem in their own hands 
versus trusting in the word of the Lord. And let's be honest, how many times do we act like the disciples and not Elijah? That God has told us something that we should know to be truth, that we should give confidence to, and instead we try to solve the problem ourselves. We act like the disciples when we run around and we try to make our own way. When we don't rest in the Lord. This is what I want to challenge you with this morning. I want to challenge you to put your faith in the one who never fails. To put your faith in the one who always makes a way. Who goes before you and has plans to prosper you. That impossibility that you've built up in your mind is nothing to a God who provides. Would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, Lord God, Lord, we just see two amazing miracles. And both of them, Lord, were done in your name. Lord God, it is because of you that miracles can happen. And it's when we trust in you and we do as you say that we can see these miracles before our very eyes, that our faithful obedience to you helps us realize who you are because you can work in our faith. You work with us. You chose us to work with, Lord. And so, God, I just want to thank you for that. And Lord God, I know there are some of us that have these impossibilities built in our minds. We have these circumstances we don't know how to overcome because we're thinking about it not from the perspective of what you can do, but what we need to do ourselves. So Lord God, I pray that you would erase that from our minds this morning, Lord, that we would not be like the disciples trying to figure it out ourselves, but instead we would be somebody like Elijah who just trusts in your very word, who said, I have already done it. Just do as I say. Lord God, I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to next time. Please visit my website, 5 so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode, and so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having to spend hours in the Bible.